This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. If you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke does not make any sense, I encourage you to check out episode zero where I explain that joke as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. All right, friends. This episode, I have... A guest. A guest I have wanted on the show for over two years. Like, on my bucket list of guests. And she is here, and my guest is my oldest daughter, Meredith. Meredith, welcome to the show. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Hi. Welcome, Meredith. <laughs> hello. So, hello. So, a little bit of context. My life is pretty wide open. You probably know this, but everybody. Uh, Meredith is, uh, she has graduated from high school. And at this recording, she is about to head off to college. And so I think I'm at this episode's probably debuting on Monday the 10th. So at that point in time, she's going to be two days away from going to college. Meredith, quick thought. How are you feeling about going to college? Um, I don't know. It doesn't feel like real, kind of. <laughs> um, I don't know. If you told me that Wednesday was just like another regular day, I would say that I believe you. Okay. So I don't just, know. Just, it, does it feel like, is it too big to think about? Yeah, I feel like once I get there, I'll be like, oh, wow, I'm here. But for now, it doesn't doesn't well, seem like it. It makes sense. Now, friends, for our household, uh, Amy has been amazing. She's dedicated basically the last two weeks to getting Meredith ready. And so she's got these checklists of everything you need in dorm room and everything that, and just so many things. And so you've been prepping here for two weeks there. And yeah. I joke that when I went to college, I had three things. I had a bag of clothes, a black and white TV, and a guitar. You, my dear, seem pretty set up going <laughs> in. What are some of the things that you're taking to college that you need in your dorm room? Um, we have a ton of stuff for the bed because we just use, like, the old mattresses that everybody uses. Kind so we nasty. had to get, like, mm-hmm. a mattress topper, um, like, bedding, tons of storage containers, um, we just keep getting more every time we go somewhere because yeah, we, <laughs> we don't know how much. I know. We don't know how much to bring. I don't even get excited when an Amazon package comes in because I know it's not for me. Yeah, and I, also, I look at it and I'm like, how is it going to squeeze in that little room? Yeah, so, I got a salt lamp. What in the mommy told me? Like, Amy told me this. What's a salt lamp? I don't even really know, but it's like a big thing of like salt with like I think with like oh, a light inside of it, and it kind of helps like calm the, the environment. <laughs> I, I hope it calms you. I really do. I hope your salt, your salt lamp just chills you out. So, Meredith, uh, we've talked about this on the show. We've talked, we interviewed uh, Emma on it. But obviously, the topic we all are tired of, COVID-19 messed up your senior year. Mm-hmm. So, we left for spring break around March 13th or something. And we left thinking, oh, spring break's going to be extended a week, (laughs) and then we'll be back, and we had all these extra snow days, and we're like, okay, this thing's going to be over in two weeks, and then you never went back. So (laughs) what's it been like for you as a senior for that experience? Um, Well, what I, looking back on it, I had spent so much of the year thinking like, oh, this is my last 
whatever, like fill in the blank. So for like our winter concert for choir, I was like, oh, this is my last winter concert. This is my last whatever. So I already had a whole bunch of like final moments. So it didn't feel like I missed out on too, too much. Um, I would have liked to continue and finish our school show. I would have liked to have selling at graduation with my friends, but other than that, I was working so hard um, up like the whole entire year, so having it kind of all stop was, I am, um, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Well, I think, I think Meredith's being very gracious. When she said she'd like to have finished her show, <laughs> Meredith was lead in Mamma Mia. Right? Yeah. Your character is... Sophie. Sophie. So you you were on stage 90% of the time, probably. Yeah. Every scene, but like two or something. And you had prepared, you had... I think I had 119 lines that I had to memorize. I think like nine or so songs that I was in and the second to last rehearsal before spring break we we did it we ran through it with mics and we're like oh we're gonna start filming the rehearsals when we come back Mm. and the last one we had on stage was the one where I got all my lines right all of my songs right I was like oh "Oh my goodness I'm like ready (laughs) well guys Meredith decided in her junior year that she wanted to be lead (laughs) <laughs> in the musical senior year. And you guys probably get tired of how much I talk about goal setting. I love goal setting. Uh, but I'll brag for a minute. My little girl said, I want to be lead. And you went out and got it. And you I had did. competition. <laughs> and uh, well, I'm sorry it went that way. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you've handled it well. There's been a couple times, guys, I thought Meredith's either more mature than I am or she's in super denial. But you seem to have handled it well. What were special moments that you had during quarantine with your castmates? Um, Well, we had two castmate, like, Google Hangout calls. Mm -hmm. So our opening night was supposed to be April 3rd. So we had a call that night, and we ran through the show, and we tried our best, and we would, like, run the practice tracks with us, and everybody else would be muted, and it would be kind of like hard and sometimes like off but that was fun to just um go through the show kind of one last time um and then after the show ended my friends and I some of us everybody like clicked off except for like a couple of us and we just talked for a little bit more Uh so that was fun and then we had um one like like a senior night kind of in June after the show had been canceled and we did just recognized the seniors and did stuff with ITS mm-hmm. and I forget how many hours but I was the president of ITS which is International Thespian Society in it and you get however many credits and right. they like stack up throughout the years so I had like a hundred and I think it was somewhere between like 135 and 165 hours of theater that I was credited wow. for wow um, through high school, and that's just like on stage in rehearsal time. That's not like any other stuff. Right, but... it's not practicing at home and memorizing no. the lines. <laughs> no, and yeah. You did this at the same time while you were going to simultaneously the governor's school as well. Right. <laughs> so you carried a pretty heavy senior <laughs> I, workload. Yeah, um, it was crazy because whenever I had a sp- spare moment, I had to fit something in, 
So I remember at rehearsal, I'd be sitting in the chairs in the auditorium, and when it wasn't my scene, I'd be doing my homework. Mm. Or, yeah, something like that. And then on the bus to CGS, I'd be learning my lines or something like that. So it was always kind of or free time in CGS, I'd be on Quizzle, like, going through my lines right, or something right. like that. Well, I will say, like, from, from a parent perspective, uh, obviously this quarantine's been a mess. But you got an extended break before college. Mm-hmm. And I'm, for one, thankful for that. Because I was <laughs> fearful you were just going to burn yourself out senior year in high school. Right. Work all summer long, <laughs> and then go to college and just be a wasteoid. And just... So I'm excited that you got a little bit of an academic break. When you Mm -hmm. think about going to college and becoming a student again, you haven't been a student since the first half of March. Like, how do you feel? Um, I I'm excited to kind of have um, like more like structure Mm -hmm. again, but I still I think it'll get some use. I'll have to get used to like doing work again and like putting a whole bunch of time into like assignments and stuff but I I, I've kept like learning during the quarantine like not too much but I had German calls and then I started working and I just at work I like take in information and then I apply it and then so I haven't my brain hasn't been like dead during the whole thing wasting away on your phone the entire time or something yeah now folks Meredith is just this close to being fluent in German. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yes, you are. So, what was the te- what was the national test you took? It was called the Apple Test. Um, so, what we it tested for biliteracy, um, and I got a biliteral biliteracy seal on my diploma. So. For that they would give you questions in writing and you would have to type them out and then they would ask you I think it was like a conversation I, I, I'm mixing up that in the AP German exam but you would have to speak and you'd have to write and then they'd grade it and see if you were had two languages or not <laughs> so, so Meredith is practically bilingual in German now during the Quarantine, everybody would have to get off of the Wi-Fi while Meredith is doing these, these <laughs> German classes and these German yeah. tests. Often it was by myself. Yeah. Cause, it, because it was for AP German, and sometimes I'd be, I came to every single meeting because mm-hmm. I was like, I need to make sure I, I get it. And my teacher would, like, rapid-fire me, like, questions, and I'd, like, respond, and then... If I didn't know a word, I have to like ask her, and she'd have to like translate. Well, I would walk into the kitchen just to get some food, and you would be in the dining room on the computer speaking German, and you don't speak German a lot no. around us. And I would be like, "Who is this woman speaking German?" And so, just Meredith, I'm incredibly impressed with that. Being bilingual in anything for an American student is hard because we don't grow up with multiple languages, mm-hmm. and. You're seeking a by a, a German minor minor in college. So, so, when you, so I've go ahead. with my AP credit, I placed into a junior level German class. It's crazy. So it's in German only. So I'll get back to my skills quickly. I think very quickly. <laughs> you will be back um, very quickly. And I think it 
has emphasis on German writers during the Enlightenment. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh at that. It's so ridiculous. Like, good for you. And, and I tell Meredith all the time. The, uh, and your major, your intended major is what? Uh, mass communications. Okay, so mass communications with a German and vocal performance minor. <laughs> so I tell Meredith all the time. I'm like, if if you grad when you graduate school and if if you if you finish with this major and a German minor, your job prospects are ridiculous, mm-hmm. especially in the government sector. Like just maintaining German is going to be incredible. So I, just, right. I need to say in front of everyone how insanely proud of you I am. I tell you all the time, but you just need to know how insanely proud of you I am. Thank now, you're you. going to VCU, Virginia Commonwealth, up in Richmond. We're down in Richmond from us, which is 45 minutes to an hour. So you're not too far away from us, but you are leaving. Mm-hmm. And in light of the situation, classes are virtual in the, in the fall semester. So, Meredith, why did you decide you could have waited... You could have taken these classes in the fall and stayed here. And you could have moved into the dorm room in the spring. Why did you decide to go ahead and move onto campus when classes were still virtual? Um, I think it's just my time to, to kind of break out and explore more things. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. How do you feel going to college but knowing your, your classes right now are going to be virtual? How, what's your, how are you feeling with that? Um... I think it's okay. Um, I think it'll kind of be be like a learning curve to learn virtually um, again, but I think ultimately I'll be okay. I, I'm sure you will. And I remind you, you only go to class three or four hours a day. I mean, mm-hmm. so much of the college experience, I mean, of course the classroom, but so much of it is beyond that. And so, yeah, Meredith has the most, the most incredible dorm I've ever seen. The pictures on <laughs> her are nicer. Than, definitely nicer than my first apartment. That's definitely the case. And so, what are you looking forward to about dorm life? You've got a, a suite. Tell us how the, I, tell us what the setup is and tell me what you're looking forward to. So, I have a, a semi-suite. So, I share a room with another girl and then we share a bathroom with two other girls in their room. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's as far as my understanding goes. All right. And do you know your roommate? Um, I've talked to her a little bit. Okay. I don't. I haven't known her like previously. Now, don't you have some friends that are in the same dorm? Yeah, I have friends that are some friends that are in the same dorm building. I think we're on different floors, but we do live in the same building. Okay, so that's nice. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, I went to college, uh, and I I roomed with my best friend at the time. And uh, and I knew maybe when I got there, I found out I knew like three or four people <laughs> on a campus of eighteen thousand. How many students are at VCU? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. I just know it's big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had eighteen thousand, which from a kid from Johnson County was <laughs> was massive. Is there anything you're worried about, Collins? Um, I hope that I do not like burn out. Because I think I have the tendency. <laughs> we just looked up how many students are there, 31, and it's thirty-one thousand. That's that's <laughs> insane. So my college is eighteen. You have thirty-one thousand. But please go ahead. So so you, you want to make sure you don't burn out. Yeah. Okay? Uh, meaning just going too hard with 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 classes or something. What yeah, I think I've I've been working on it, and I've seen the negative effects of burning out. So I know. I know more now about <clears throat> how to kind of avoid it. Okay. 
So what are you going to do to protect yourself from burnout? Um, to schedule time in for, for th fun things and things that I enjoy and just kind of keeping track of how I'm, I'm feeling with everything. Well, and, and I remind you, like, the flexibility is there for you in college. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, college is so much more, I mean, so much more, it, it, excuse me, it's so loosely structured. Yeah. So it is your time. So it requires more discipline. Right. But it's not like, get here at 7, 15, go here, <laughs> oh go, my here, goodness. go here, go here, go here. That, I would have, like, insane days in high school. And people are like, oh, college is going to be, like, much, like, you don't even know how to, like, dedicate the time. And, but an average day in high school from, in, like, February, I would wake up 545, I would get ready for school, my friend would pick me up, we'd drive to school at, like, 710, um, we'd get on a bus, we'd go to a school about 15 minutes away, um, I would sit through class there until 10.40, get on the bus again, go to a class, either German or choir, at my high school. Then I'd, I had early release, so I'd go home for an hour and a half. I'd eat lunch. I would come back for rehearsal until 5. Um, Sometimes I would go home and I would have 30 minutes to change and I'd have to go to another performance. And then I'd come home and I'd do homework until like 10 or so and I'd go to bed. Squeezed in dinner somewhere in so, there. Yeah, somewhere. A lot of nights that you just ate dinner at the dining room table with a computer open and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So, so the good thing about college, and I've mentioned this to you before, is that you have this opportunity to... I mean, there's so many things to, to explore. There's clubs... I mean, there's so many things out there, and so there's sports, there's just everything, and my mayor is n not planning on, at the moment, jumping <laughs> into any sports. Um, so, mayor, what were the what were the two criteria you had for college? Um, I wanted one in the city, and I wanted one without a football team. Guys, I'm, I, my, my daughter wanted one without a football team. That's okay, so something yeah. about that you didn't want, but you wanted one that was urban. You wanted one that was city, yeah. and so... Uh, we joked when she told us this her junior year, like Mayor, that you just eliminated like 95% of the schools in the country, and then you found <laughs> one from UCU is that. They do not have a football team, and they are a city-based school. What is it about the city that made you want to go there? Um, I just like that there's so much that you can do, um, like, so quickly. Like, mm -hmm. here, you have to walk or drive until, like, a while, until there's, like, stuff that's like going on but in the city um i went to new york in last fall with um a group from my school and i would just we would walk out of the hotel and there'd be a million restaurants a million things going on shows to see workshops to do and i just liked having all of that like kind of excitement nearby I get it. You're my girl. You like to hustle. You like to bustle. I, I a little do. Bit. So, Mayors, we wind things down. Friends, we have a big night scheduled for our family. We're going to do an old school family fun night. Now, when the girls were <laughs> little, that meant we all slept in the living room and we watched movies and we had dinner and ice cream. So, tonight we're all sleeping in the basement. We're watching a movie. We're going to eat sushi and we're going to eat ice cream. So, we're recreating family fun <laughs> night before Meredith heads out. 
So, Mayors, before we wrap up, I want to make sure you guys get, we get to do everything we want to do tonight. I don't know. Do you have advice? Is there anybody you want to give advice to? You got any, like, do you got any wisdom you want to bestow on us? Any la- what do you got? You got um, I'd say if you want something, then just work hard for it. Because I, so I remember <laughs> there were, like, auditions or programs that I wanted to get into or stuff like that, and I would just tell myself, I think I realized it, I think when I did my first show sophomore year, and I was part of the, like, um, the ensemble, and we had a lot of dances, and I realized, like, the more I practice, I just get better at it. And that was like, I was like, wow, like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, if I want to be better at it, then I just practice. That's it. <laughs> so, so Mayor, one last question for you. Uh, good advice? Listen, you know, uh, what's that movie? is like, God loves a working man. So, yeah, God loves, <laughs> so, uh, God loves a working woman. So, so Mayor, you, but in this past six months, you've experienced a good bit of disappointment. And in other parts of your life, Maybe you don't like to use this word. You might even experience some things you might have called failure, some goals that you went for uh, and you didn't get. And I know, for example, um, some of the uh, some of the larger county awards and state things that you really, really wanted that mm-hmm. uh, vocalized that didn't come to you. So I won't call them failures, but there were goals that you went for. That you, so you, you're not all achievement, achievement. You, no. you walk through things. <laughs> what advice would you give to people when they experience those kind of disappointments or setbacks? Um... I really took them as like a learning experience and then I was like well I practiced this way and I didn't get the results so maybe if I practice another way and I, one of my thoughts was that I might have been practicing too much and then I would tire out my voice and then I wouldn't be so great at the audition so I would say take it like reflect on it and then realize that not every failure failure is entirely your fault mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. oftentimes it would be like oh I missed it by like two people in front of me and maybe they just did better than me and there were a ton of people doing it and then these the people who were like grading me I guess like they don't know me mm-hmm. they they do this for like hours a day and they they don't know me mm-hmm. you know so it's like not super personal I guess, and I just had to had to learn from it. Well, Meredith, I'm incredibly proud of you. Uh, any dad, in, any dad in the world <laughs> would be blessed to have a daughter like you. So I'm incredibly proud of you. I will cry my eyes out on Wednesday. <laughs> I've been saving up all those tears, um, and I'm excited about what's going on next for you. Thank you for finally being on my show. <laughs> Not your fault, but we finally had a chance. And friends, thanks for tuning in. And uh, when I post this on Facebook and Instagram, everyone be sure uh, to comment well wishes to Meredith as she heads off to college this week. So if you like this episode, like it, share it, throw it up on the socials and your stories, and we'll be back again next week. Thanks so much, friends. Bye-bye.